Engaging sermons on the most urgent problem of our day and what you can do about it. Now, the End Abortion Podcast by Priests for Life. A reading from the second letter of St. Paul to the Thessalonians. We ask you, brothers and sisters, with regard to the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ and our assembling with Him, not to be shaken out of your minds suddenly or to be alarmed, either by a spirit or by an oral statement or by a letter allegedly from us, to the effect that the day of the Lord is at hand. Let no one deceive you in any way. To this end he has also called you through our gospel to possess the glory of our Lord Jesus Christ. Therefore, brothers and sisters, stand firm and hold fast to the traditions that you were taught, either by an oral statement or by a letter of ours. May our Lord Jesus Christ himself and God our Father, who has loved us and given us everlasting encouragement and good hope through his grace, encourage your hearts and strengthen them in every good deed and word. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The Lord comes to judge the earth. The Lord comes to judge the earth. Say among the nations, the Lord is king. He has made the world firm, not to be moved. He governs the peoples with equity. The Lord comes to judge the earth. Let the heavens be glad and the earth rejoice. Let the sea and what fills it resound. Let the plains be joyful in all that is in them. Then shall all the trees of the forest exult. The Lord comes to judge the earth. Before the Lord, for he comes, for he comes to rule the earth. He shall rule the world with justice and the peoples with his constancy. The Lord comes to judge the earth. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus said, Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, you hypocrites! You pay tithes of mint and dill and cumin, and have neglected the weightier things of the law, judgment and mercy and fidelity. But these you should have done without neglecting the others, blind guides, who strain out the gnat and swallow the camel. Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, you hypocrites! You cleanse the outside of cup and dish, but inside they are full of plunder and self-indulgence. Blind Pharisee, cleanse first the inside of the cup, so that outside may also be clean. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you. Lord Jesus Christ. Paul tells the Thessalonians to stand firm in the traditions. Tradition comes from a Latin word which means to hand on. So when we believe in the scriptures, just as our forefathers did, we have received it because they have handed it on to us as the word of God. Paul says also, besides what was written, there are traditions of teaching 
passed on by speaking. Well, obviously, because preachers preach, and they preach to future generations, and future generations in turn preach to the generations after them. This is how the gospel is handed on. When we say it is handed on, that's the tradition. Not every tradition is in the category of those traditions Jesus condemns as being of human origin, but contrary to the word of God. Those we must reject. And an example is in today's gospel. And we see it. It's actually a pattern of behavior of the enemies of the gospel. They're blind hypocrites. They will accuse their enemies, that is us, those against whom they set themselves, those whose message they want to contradict. They set themselves up against us, and then they will accuse us of all kinds of matters. They may be things that they make up, or they may be small faults that we have. And by setting themselves up as our accusers and our judges, they are trying to set themselves up above us, trying to make themselves look righteous as a substitute for pointing out their own failures and faults. Because our message points out the weightier things of the law. Judgment, mercy, fidelity, respect for life. And we will point out those things and show that they are falling short. So their defense is, oh, no, 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 but you are guilty of this and of that and of the other thing. We see this going on today with the pro-life movement. Look at the way the other side acts. Trying to accuse the pregnancy centers of being fake clinics and dangerous for women. Why? Because we are giving them alternatives to abortion. And we are pointing out to them what the abortion facilities themselves fail to point out, that abortion is harmful and that it destroys a living human baby. When we say abortion is harmful, we're not talking about some opinion. Look at the book Complications, for example, from the DeVeber Institute or the mountains of studies that have been done by professionals. Look at the website, for example, Stand Apart, the, the Alliance, the Association of Post-Abortion Research and Training. Websites like that, Stand Apart, and books like Complications, and, and, and libraries of bibliographies convey to us the studies of how harmful abortion is. We're not talking about this simply because it's something we don't like. And yet, the abortion facilities will say nothing about all these complications, all the damage that can follow from abortion. Plus, they're doing something pretty wrong by killing a baby. But no, to them none of that matters. We're going to accuse you because when you advertise your pregnancy center, you say, you put it under the category of reproductive services. But you're not serving women, so they say. Well, because you're not providing them the choice 
to kill their baby. You can't use the word abortion in your advertising, even though we're talking about alternatives to abortion, because you're not giving them abortions. All of this is exactly what Jesus said here to the Pharisees. You hypocrites. You strain out the gnat and swallow the camel. You pay tithes of mint and dill and cumin and have neglected the weightier matters of the law. Yeah, the weightier matters of the law. You shall not kill. Oh, but you're not saying in your advertising that you don't provide abortions. You shall not kill. And look at what they do in the political realm, what they have done and are trying to do against President Trump. Do you think that the raid on Mar-a-Lago had to do with documents that were supposed to be in the National Archives but that he took home? First of all, he has every right to take them home as President of the United States. He, de he decides, the President decides, and the courts have already ruled on this, this President decides what's a presidential record and what isn't. But look, and look at what they're doing. Is it not exactly like the Pharisees? The raid is not about documents and where they should be, whether they should be collecting dust at the archives or at Mar-a-Lago. Brothers and sisters, this is a political attack against a political enemy because he's standing up for freedom and for America. And these are people who hate America. You have neglected the weightier things of the law, judgment and mercy and fidelity. Same old thing. Be prepared for it in your own life if you're not already experiencing it. I know I've had it in mine. I show people what an aborted baby looks like, and the Pharisees, the blind guides, and the hypocrites, some bishops included, said, oh, you have that baby on an altar. You are scandalizing people. Well, if you want to go into the pharisaical things and the, uh, the argument that it was, in fact, a table, it was not a consecrated altar, in our office, a table we use for other things, yes, occasionally for Mass, this is the direction that they were going. You want to have that argument? I can show you that it was a table and not a consecrated altar. But my gosh, why are we even going in the direction of that argument? You hypocrites. You pay tithes of mint and dill and cumin. You cleanse the outside of the cup and dish. But inside it's full of corruption. These hypocrites were more concerned about where I had placed the body of the baby who had been killed than they were concerned that the baby had been killed. You hypocrites! I exposed the killing. And I also exposed the people, that is, the Democrat Party, who here in America allow and promote and want to force us to pay for the killing. What's more important? I exposed the baby. I will continue to expose the baby. And the reality of abortion 
and those who allow the killing. And people are grateful for that. So many of you express gratitude for that. So many people's eyes are open. Their consciences are stirred. Of course, not because of me, but because of exposing the reality, seeing what it is. These are the weightier matters of justice and the law, that we don't kill babies and that we don't elect people who are in favor of killing babies. And here we have come to a serious divide in our nation where the Democrat Party is all in with the abortion industry, all in. There's not an abortion that they want to regulate or prohibit. Just ask them. Ask them to identify. Ask any of these Democrat candidates. They're in Pennsylvania. You've got a senator's race. You've got a governor's race. In Wisconsin, you've got a senator's race. In fact, in all the states, you have some kind of race at some level of government in these midterm elections. You ask those Democrat candidates, could you identify for me a single abortion that you would prohibit? Can you identify for me a single circumstance in which you think an abortion should be illegal? Ninth month, healthy mother, healthy baby, just doesn't want a boy, wants a girl instead. Doesn't want a girl, wants a boy instead. Doesn't want a black baby, doesn't want a baby with disabilities. Just, just name the circumstance in which you think an abortion should be prohibited. Just name one. Brothers and sisters, let me know if you hear them say any. Because they can't. You hypocrites, you blind guides, you fools. Let's not be fools along with them, brothers and sisters. Let's not give them one shred of support. Let's not give them one little bit of cover for their lies and for their destructive activity. Whether we're talking about those who promote abortion or who are trying to destroy America. Stand firm, Paul says. Stand firm. Hold fast to the traditions that you were taught. At the core of those traditions, that is, what has been handed down to us in and from Jesus Christ, is that human life is the object of His love. Human life has been raised up to His throne. Human life must be welcomed protected, celebrated, and will be on the throne with Christ, who himself has a human nature forever and ever. Amen. This has been the End Abortion Podcast. To learn more, to help end abortion, and to connect with us on social media, visit endabortion.net.